Damn, dressed like that. Yo, what it is, y'all know what time it is, man. Y'all locked in with Panther Politics Podcast. I am your host, Seven the Panther. Ah, representing live from Tacoma, Washington. And today, we got a special one today. I know those of y'all that's been locked in with me from the beginning, remember, I think it was like the third interview on the podcast. We had the, uh, what was it, Motivated Elevate, Elevated Motivator. Uh, D. Sloan was there. My man A.U. was there. But the man behind, the man with the master plan was my boy Dez, the Mad Hatter, <laughs> representing the Bay Area. And uh, just so happens last night, which was uh, March the 12th, we got an opportunity to link up again on stage for the Are You Mad Yet tour uh, out in Sequilla, Washington. So, Dez, what's going on? Peace, peace. Hold on. Let me get him in here. All right, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. He wants to talk to you, too. What's cracking? I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Family, it's all good. How you living, man? Everything good? Everything's good, man. I'm, I'm really enjoying this tour. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to pump nobody's head or nothing, but I think this has been my best tour out of everything. Hey, man, last night was super dope. Like, I, I, I absolutely positively... I mean, I, I got to see you guys last time y'all were out here. We ride together, but seeing it again, because um, I didn't know what to expect the first time, so seeing it again was super dope. Um, it, the, the way y'all put everything together and the way y'all work together as a unit is super, super cool, man. I love that shit, so... Um, now, for those who don't know, I mean, I did mention the first interview that we did, like, you know, say a couple of years ago, but like, um, for those who don't know, tell them a little bit about Des the Mad Hatter and what it is that, uh, what it is that you do and, and why it is even that you're on this tour right now. Well, what I do is, my name is Des, aka the Mad Hatter. They call me the Mad Hatter because I wear many hats in this little thing called the industry of independent hip hop. Uh, and not only so much of the hip hop, but with the Madhouse umbrella, our label, which is the brand, the Madhouse, we have the FM radio. For those who don't know, we have the Madhouse show on 89.5 FM in San Francisco, California. We are the only ones on the FM dial in the Bay Area who are playing two hours of independent music. You don't hear no Chris Brown, no Drake, no Rihanna. You hear independent music. And the music we play is actually from people who we meet while on tour. So every time you tune in, you're not hearing the same playlist every 30 minutes or every other day. We play, it's different. We play on the fly, whatever we want to play. So we got the oh, radio cool. station. We have the radio station part. Then we also have the Madhouse label, which is uh, kind of new. That's the newest thing we added under the umbrella. Uh, besides micromanaging and booking, uh, talent planning, and running social media ads, event planning, and like all that other stuff, we... Um, we also do tours. So now that I got the label up and running, it was the best time for me to be like, yo, I got actual artists on the Madhouse label. Instead, of, I mean, I'm still gonna work with other people and book their tours and stuff. Like I think you, you mentioned the Motivated Navigate tour with D Sloan. No he's, return, he's returning again in September. He hired me to book his tour. So I'm working on that tour right now. But I took this opportunity. The reason I'm on tour to be honest is I took this opportunity to use my name my face and my brand to introduce the next, the next roll call right here, Judah Sun, Alessandro Rose. Because uh, going forward on the Madhouse label, I mean, I'm not saying this is my last one, but I'm always joking like, yo, pretty soon I'm gonna have to cut back and just play the manager role. And I want them, like when, when the Madhouse label gets branded in town, automatically they're like, oh, who is it? Is it Judah, Alessandro? Like, that's what I want to hear. You know, right now, you know, 
I'm not I'm not trying to be humble and I'm not trying to hate that I hate it. I do like the fact that people are like, oh, Des is coming, Des is coming. I like that because I like connecting like with you, Lyric Divine. I love connecting with all you guys who I've met through all my travels. But it's finally got into a point and I'm at the stage where like I can actually say, yo, I'm gonna step back and let these two, you know, take control of it handily. So pretty soon, you know, we were coming into 2023. Pretty soon, I, uh, I'm already telling him, putting it in the ear that, yo, don't be surprised if next year I'm like, yo, Judah Sun, you're going to do your own headlining tour. Let's find you buy-ons. Hey, Alessandra, you you got a tour coming up. Let's plan your tour. Let's get you some buy-ons. And yeah, you'll see me. I'm a travel as their tour manager, but you're not going to see me on stage, bro. This is their time now. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. Okay. I mean, it's deep, but it's not, because that's how we're supposed to do it. Exactly. You know? A lot of people in the independent game don't do that. You know, yeah, I'm an artist myself. I'm always going to be an artist. I love doing music. I love writing music, making music. But I'm also at the point like I can honestly say, like, yo, I don't mind them rocking on stage. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this show. Hell yeah. I feel it, bro. Okay, so um, this is the question, I guess, <clears throat> uh, because uh, is it hard balancing your own desires as an artist? Um, along with, you know, what it is that you want to bring to the table for the artists that you're working with. Because I know uh, both Judah and Alessandra Rose, are, 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 like they're both well-rounded artists on their own, of their own, uh, you know, of their own ilk. But you yeah. being, the, like you being the bigger name, you know, say of the three, mainly because, you know, you already been out here putting the work in. Uh, does it ever get like to a point where it's hard to find that balance between, okay, I got to do this for me, but I also need to do this for my artists. So, no, nah. Nah. nah, it doesn't, bro. Like, I honestly, like, I, you know, all bullshit aside, I got three projects already fully completed, two full albums with 13 tracks, and I also got an EP. But have I dropped it? No, because I'm pushing them. Like, every time, like, I'm under helmets, texting, you know, we meet up on Fridays. I'm like, yo, y'all got to write, you know, let, let's record. Here's a beat, you know, do you like this beat? Yo, what are we recording? What are we working on? Um, yo, let's push a single. Let's drop the single. Okay, you, you got dropped an EP. Let's work on your next EP. So I, bro, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't know what the word is or how to describe it. But yeah, I can put my shit aside and not even think twice about it. That in and of itself is a skill because most artists are inherently. I don't even want to use the word selfish because I don't. I'm not sure that's what it is. I think it's just more. You know, when you're an artist, like most of the time, the focus is, is what you have to do. So it's dope that you're able. But I mean, of course, you always wear a lot of hats. So it's kind of easy for you to prioritize and put the energy where it needs to be. Um, now, with that said, I know that everybody's consistently releasing music. Um, as far as like full length album releases, what's the next one coming from the Madhouse uh, label? Uh, full album release. Um... Well, I know me, myself, and Judah already, Judah already had the full album. Um, I have two full albums in AEP ready, but I think the next full album that we're going to drop uh, would probably be Judah's because we're currently working on Alessandra's second. You know, she dropped her EP already, um, and she's one of the ones I've actually, like, I'm, you know, between the three of us, she's a newbie, so she doesn't have a, a big, you know, catalog yet on the streaming world. Um, so I'm constantly working with her, but I also don't want to rush it to the point that we're just going to release anything. Just say, Oh, we need music. Let's just drop this. Now, nah, you know, we're, we're taking our time. 
you know, with the beats, we're taking our time with the music. Um, we, she actually has already a theme of what she's going to do the second album about. Uh, Judah and the same thing. He already has songs going, so now it's just pretty much sitting down with him and picking out what songs are going to make the project and the rest as singles. Um, so I think the next one who, that's ready and prepared is Judah. That makes sense. I can see that most definitely. And I can definitely um, see the seat. You know, I can tell he's seasoned when I watch him perform, when I listen to him rap. I can tell he's not. Um, and it's not that, you know, not to say that new artists can't be polished because there are some people who just, you know, walk in the door and it's like, wow, you just you just got it. OK, cool. But I definitely sense something with y'all, especially you and Judah. When I when I watch our rock, I feel like, OK, I'm watching two guys who have been around this block before. And they know exactly what they're doing. Um, something I do want to point out about you guys, like about the music that I hear from the Madhouse label that I always find interesting. Y'all don't sacrifice lyricism. Um, at all like y'all got bars y'all can rap but you also and I, I don't know if it's just a bay thing or if it's you know what I'm saying I, I do notice it a lot from bay area artists so there, there's just this bounce there's this feeling in the music you know what i'm saying and um so it, it could be lyrics it could be bar heavy or whatever the case may be but it just feels good like is that is that something that y'all consciously focus on or is it just kind of a, a characteristic that comes from being being from the bay and, and just that vibe you know, I'm not even going to say being from the Bay. I think what it is, it's uh, the genuine vibe and energy. Like, we're family, bro. Like, we don't, people see us, you know, you see us on our social media and we're always out and about. But a lot of those pictures, we're not even doing music. You know, we're attending some, one each other's family events or we're just meeting up. Sometimes, you know, Alessandro will come through, you know, because she's from San Jose. So she got to drive, you know, like almost an hour to get to us. Um so she comes through and like, we might not even record that day. We might just be, you know, bouncing ideas, talking. And it's funny because we'll start talking about music and then we're just talking about random stuff or, you know, like doing things together. So I think where that bounce and that energy comes, um, yeah, we're from the Bay, but I'm not going to say it's a Bay thing. I'm just going to say it's, and this is me speaking. I mean, I don't know if they feel the same way, but I think what it comes is like, we actually value each other not we look at each other and value each other not just as label mates or artists or or he's my manager or she's my singer he's my artist like we just look at each other like family bro like we support each other and like when we sit there bouncing ideas off of each other like it just feels like magic it, it we don't force nothing and, and it's, it's evident when you when y'all rock um even listening to it if I, if I pull it up on spotify and listen i feel it when i see you live i feel it so i was like okay it's not something that was created in the studio. This is this is real. Like this is a genuine thing that they're doing. Now, with that being said, I'm a. Uh, I already told y'all before we started. I'm gonna let the audience know. I'm talking to them now because we just rocked the stage last night, but they're gonna be headed back to Cali soon. I'm, after they wrap up this leg of the tour, I'm gonna be tapping back in with the Madhouse label just to kind of see how everything went, see what the plans are going forward now that they're back on, on you know on home turf and. Uh, a few other things you already know how we get down now with that there's i know you got a million things to do uh and i, I definitely still want to talk to judah and alessandra while i got an opportunity to do so before y'all get too busy sure. for the show tonight so um whoever whoever's up next i don't care which one it is like <laughs> whichever what's up what's up seven the panther judah what's going on brother how you doing i'm doing good king how you been man Shit, maintain it brother hey look man you, you was in your bag last night bro i just want you to know that I was like, I hey, it. I was like, hey, Judah, going, bro. Y'all see this? He going. <laughs> That's what's up. 
I mean, yes, who, sir. Who, who was some of your, uh, and I always like to ask this, especially from uh, mm-hmm. artists that aren't from where I'm from, who were some of your yeah. like bigger influences like coming into to rap, like to influence as far as to not just rapping, but taking it serious? Taking it serious? Um, man, it was a lot of, there's a lot of people who kind of, you know, helped me out as far as other artists that I would listen to, um, other producers that I work with, um, that I've had like super dudes and, you know, honestly, just like Dad said, you know, the Madhouse, seeing how, you know, they worked and the goal and the dream, the vision, um, you know, like the question you asked earlier about that organic feel of the music, you know, we feel that what's good for one of us is good for the whole team. So we support each other wholeheartedly. And that, uh, you know, when you see everybody working hard and having that passion, that makes you have to take yourself seriously. You know what I mean? You don't want to be the weak link in the chain. So, mm-hmm. you know, that helps us to support each other and also push each other for the best thing. Because like I said, you know, what's, what's good for one of us is good for the madhouse, is good for the team. So it all adds. So we support each other in that way. So that's, that's kind of my influence as far as taking it seriously and getting really into it and focusing and actually putting out good work, course touring, you know, doing shows. Those are things that you got to do. You know, it's not just being in the studio recording songs. You got to get out there and, you know, talk to people, shake hands, you know, make relationships. So, yeah, that's how I see it. Man, you know, you got to go out there, kiss hands, kiss kiss babies and all that bullshit. Exactly, but you know. <laughs> exactly. You know how it is. It all comes with the territory. Yes, now, sir. I noticed something last night, and I wanted to say something to you last night, but I didn't because I knew we were doing this today. But I'm going to say it today so I can say it on a platform where everybody hears and say it. Okay. One of the hardest things for a rapper, especially a lyrical rapper to do, is to rap on an R&B song. It's difficult. And most people don't understand because they figure it's a beat, you're a rapper, just rap. Yeah, but there's, a, there's, right. a certain, there's a certain skill that's involved in rapping on an R&B song. Now, I heard you last night mm-hmm. on the night with Alessandra Rose and I was like, holy smoke. Like, as far <laughs> as rapping on an R&B song, that was almost as perfect as it can get. Like, it sounded like that verse was specifically written like, like, well, I mean, I know the right. verse was specifically written for that song, but it feels like, you know, it's just supposed to be together, bro. Right. Like, is there, is there a different mindset that you approach writing an R&B song or writing a verse for an R&B feature as opposed to writing one of your own songs? Um, honestly, I, I can't really say that there is. I mean, because the songs that I write, like, it's like that song, uh, Nothing On You, is like, you know, as soon as I heard it, it was like, I already knew, you know, and it's already knew that it, it was a good song. So it was easy to write to, you know what I mean? As far as R&B or, you know, trap song or, you know, bounce or hyphy, if I'm feeling it, it's easy to write to. So hearing that song and hearing what she put on there and what it was about, it, it was kind of, you know, easy to write to, wasn't too hard. But um, yeah, it's kind of, you know, each song I, I approach different. If I'm feeling it, then I just write to it and I get into it, whether it's, you know, no matter what type of beat it is. I feel that absolutely, man. Like, bro, I would tell you, I, I'm, uh, man, being from the East Coast, you know, we we have a, they say we have an East Coast bias when it comes to MCs, and I and I can honestly admit that I did have that for a really long yeah. time too. Um, people like Raz Kaz and them came along, and started changing my mind, and I was like, wait, these West Coast dudes can rap, like <laughs> I don't right, know what we right, thinking. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, um, is there any like, I know y'all been to a lot of places already. Is there anywhere in particular where you haven't been? that you definitely want to go rock a show. And I mean, 
It could be anywhere. It don't have, even have to be in the United States. Is there anywhere yeah. in particular that you definitely want to make sure you at some point get there and rock? Mm, man, as far as, I mean, I would love to go overseas and rock somewhere. That would be great just to get, you know, out of the United States and expand this brand, you know, worldwide. So something, that would be great. Maybe Japan or something, you know what I'm saying? Go over oh, there. Yeah. I know they got a big hip-hop influence out there. So I would oh, love yeah. to go out there and rock a show one day. That would be lovely. And the way that they embrace the culture is so different than the way Americans treat it because exactly. we got it the whole time. I'm exactly. like, uh, I feel like in America we have a, a small, a, a, a bigger issue because of the over-commercialization of hip-hop. And also, hip-hop started here and we've had it the whole time. So we're a little, right. sometimes Americans can be ungrateful with the shit that we got because we used True. to have it. So, you know, that is, it is what it is. Now, um, I know that you said, I know you just dropped, uh, I know you just dropped the record. Not, uh, wait, did you just drop it or you about to drop it? I think you about to drop a new single. You said you dropping a single Monday? No, no, that's dropping his single. You dropping your single Monday, right? Well, no, I dropped it last Monday. Yeah, it's already you dropped yours last Monday. Yeah, I was about to say, because I know I heard a new song from you. Okay, so you dropped just yeah. said, okay, so when when can we expect the album and what's the title? Uh, I don't really have a title necessarily. I don't want to be able to say the title and then wind up changing it later on. But no doubt, I would expect. Well, we got the tour wrapping up uh, towards the end of the month, so I would say sometime around April or May, you should expect to hear a new uh, album from me. From the, you know, the, the Madhouse presents Judah Sun on this next one. I think this would be my fourth one. Oh man, that's crazy! I, yeah, I need to go back and get some. I know I heard I heard uh, the most recent single. I heard your, the last project. I think I may have heard the one before that, but I'm 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 playing catch up right now because for a while I was out of the loop, like I didn't know what was going on. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. So then when I met y'all the last time, I was like, wait, I need to get caught up. Like they dope, I like them, and I already know there's no mess with no bums, so I already know what time it is when it comes to that. Right, right. But, um, <laughs> now the only other question I got is, uh, you know, while you finishing up your album, you know, if you happen to have a you know a sixteen bar hole, you don't know what to do with. You know, I happen to know this guy Tacoma that raps really good. He went. So. <laughs> <laughs> of course, just, of course. Just, just to put it out there <laughs> hey we could always say something man i love to rock with y'all man i know y'all team y'all get it in too i mean you know we rap a little bit man that's all you know we rap a little bit we try to anyway man yeah. yo, I, I i just gotta tell you bro i i love your energy on stage i love the way that you present your music i love the way that you interact with the crowd it's just, it's just so much about you. When I see you, I see your MC. And to me, it don't matter where you're from. It don't matter. None of that, none of that matters. Like when I watch you, I could, I could never know you was from. Now I know you from the baby when I listen to your music because it def, that's what it sounds like. But mm -hmm. if I'm just watching you on stage and I can't hear anything, if I'm just watching you, and I, if I couldn't hear the music, I would be like, hey, that guy's the MC. You see what he's doing? You see how he, right. he paints the picture while he's while he's saying what he's saying. He's painting the picture with his movement. And he's he's keeping the crowd engaged. Now, is that something that you had to learn, like over time, or, or did you have like a nat like I've met people who have just have a natural, mm -hmm. act, natural you know element of entertainment to them. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you kind of had to polish up, or is it just something that comes natural for you? Um, well, shit, honestly, I'm I'm still polishing it. Um, you know, I work on, I try to take something from each show and each performance. And, um, you know, that's the thing I love about the Madhouse, the thing I love about Dez, because every time I watch Dez on stage, the way he interacts with the crowd and the host, I'm always taking notes with everybody. Whatever MC I see on stage, I see how he reacts with the crowd, the reaction is getting, and, you know, something that I want to try to, you know, use something like that and, you know, tweak it and, you know, 
on my own thing do some i'm always learning from other people how to polish how to interact what to say what to not say you know what i mean you gotta promote yourself talk about uh, your merchandise your music your cds a lot of stuff you got to think about when you're on stage it's not just doing your music you got to advertise yourself at the same time so i take a little bit from each performance and i try to just i'm shape it and polish it that way to just you know i'm, I'm i want to be flawless you know what i'm saying so i'm still working to get my shit real tight like that I feel it, bro. And matter of fact, y'all had me so hyped last night. I had CDs for sale. I didn't even say shit about them. I was just ready to rap. <laughs> I just had me, y'all had me hyped last night. So, man, I'm looking forward to rocking with you again, man. Definitely looking forward to doing some work with you. Like I told y'all before, um, once y'all get back to Cali, we'll set it up. We're not got the other half of this because I want to know how the rest of the tour went. And also, like I said, when y'all touch home base, just kind of how everything feel, how 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 everything's looking and, and where it's going to next for the Madhouse Records. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time, and I appreciate it. Is, is Ms. Rose available? Can I speak with her? Okay, absolutely. <laughs> thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you. No doubt. All right. What's up? How are you? Oh, I'm good. Alessandra Rose, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> so what's up? Now, I do want to say, like, um, when you first, when I first saw you on the bill um, for the last, the last time when we rocked, I didn't yeah. do my work ahead of time. I said, I don't want, I want to be surprised. I'm going to just go to, I'm, I'm going to just go and listen. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know you were a singer. I thought you were a rapper. <laughs> so, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. So no, we, I couldn't, I couldn't rap for the life of me. Trust me. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> I, I doubt it very seriously. The way you, hey, your, 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 your performance, your confidence when you perform, the way that you, you know, put, put everything into the, to the song. Like you can't, you can't teach that. That's something that people just have to have to have. There's definitely a passion there. How long have you been uh, recording? Um, professionally like this, I want to say a little over a year now. Um, I've been working with this. Uh, we started off as just like, I showed up and modeled for um, one of his songs and was in his music video. And we just kept in, um, in touch with each other and, one thing led to another we're talking about music and um artists that we like in common and i don't know how but he ended up finding out i can sing so he's like hey like i have a song if you want to jump on it so ever since then that's kind of how how it all started with with the dmh label <laughs> oh that's dope that's dope well yeah. i mean I, w I wouldn't know that you were basically a rookie i, I would have <laughs> clue to watch, you, watch you perform like you definitely have something um, that can't be taught to people. You have you have definite star quality. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I've been performing all my life. I feel like not necessarily singing, but I used to dance um, as a kid as well. So I definitely have that stage presence, and I'm used to it already. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. All right. Um, now, when you come to one of these shows, I'm gonna have to see you. Uh, you know, cut a rug, bust a move or two for a brother. I'm like, hey, show me some of the dance stuff she was talking about. <laughs> Don't be surprised if I do it. So, mm. I know you. I know Des said you got another. Your second project is about ready to fly. Yeah, uh, I'm, I've been been trying to work on it. It's been a little bit difficult, but I definitely have a a theme already set up and what I kind of want to focus more on for sure. Oh, that's good. Okay, so I noticed that a lot of your a lot of your your songs are are very based in empowerment not necessarily just women empowerment but empowering people and empowering people to be comfortable with their motive you know their emotional selves right 
and the things that they go through. Is that something that you consciously do? Is that is that just a, a extension of who you are as a person, or is that something you consciously go into songs thinking about? Hey, when I write when I write this, I need to write it like this way. I think it's a a mixture of both. I definitely kind of go into the writing process of taking like life experiences and putting it on paper or on you know my phone or whatever and making something out of it. So that's definitely what I'm doing with my next project is um, I'm focusing it more with, um, I guess you can say like the bullying aspect of life and, you know, other BS that can be thrown at you in life. So it's kind of, this project is kind of gonna be like a motivational project for people who have struggled and have gone through some situations with their lives that I know I went through and can make it easier for everyone else to just kind of vibe with it and, you know, feel better about themselves, or at least I would hope they would. <laughs> I feel it most definitely. Now I, I follow you on Instagram. So I got a, I got a question I want to ask you and I don't get to interview a lot of female artists. So I don't get to ask this question as often as I would like to, but I, I really want to know because I know what I've seen. Um, and I just want to know from someone with personal experience, how this goes, mm-hmm. um, being that you're, you're not only are you a woman, I mean, you're an attractive woman. But you're also an attractive woman who's in a relationship. Now, with that, with that being said, like how how crazy is the balance of that when you gotta run around the country doing all these shows and singing all these songs that's gonna make people feel whatever type of way? Um, like is it is it is it rough? Like is it is it really a hard thing? I mean, I know you got Dez and, and Judah around to kind of shoot the flies away, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean just just I'm just curious, like how how rough is that for you? I, I mean, it's not it's not difficult at all, honestly. I, I just, I put on this persona on stage and when I'm off stage, I'm kind of, you know, back to my normal self and kind of forget like, oh, that you just did that, whatever. Um, and I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be in such a very supportive and um, supportive relationship with someone who's very, you know, like happy that I'm doing this and pushing me to kind of continue it and be out on the road where I am right now. Um, and it, it's not, like I said, it's not hard at all. It's just, it's a, it's my stage presence and my persona that I put on for sure. I feel it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, you know, I always wonder because I know a lot of, of women that I know who are artists who, um, you know, they, they, they are in, you know, committed relationships and they, but they have to go out and do all of them. It's like, I'm, I know there's guys in your DMs every five minutes and these guys at the shows are bugging you. Like, how do you deal with that drama? Like, I don't I couldn't do it. Like, no, I, I respectfully, you know, say, hey, thanks for the compliment. And, you know, eventually the, people try to continue the conversations and I end it there. I don't, I don't pursue it. I don't continue conversations. I either say thank you for the compliment or like the comment, whatever, but that's about it. I don't, I, I feel like if I continue conversations with people, it would just kind of lead them on to think, oh, well, she's been, a, she's in a relationship, but she's still here talking to me or whatever. Although that's not, you know, not the vibe right. I'm trying to give off at all. <laughs> give people the wrong impression. I always tell people yeah. quick, look, I, I got a girl. If we, if we ain't talking business, go that way, yo. Like I ain't got time. I mean, like either, <laughs> either we ain't talking business. I mean, you know, you can just have a regular small talk conversation with a person, but it, you know, judging a person's intentions is the most important thing. So, right. Um, so now when your album drops, now, of course, like I told you that I told this, when y'all get done with the tour and get back to Cali, I want to I wanna get y'all back on again to kind of, you know, talk about how everything wrapped up and, and you know, just what's coming up, coming down the pipeline next. But when you drop your album, 
Um, I definitely want to have like like when you drop your album, when Des drop his next project, when Judah drop his project, I want to have each one of y'all on for your own interview, give you you know a good hour, some change, maybe to, to get your thoughts off and and kind of pick your brain a little bit more. Um, so like this right here was the the softball pitch. When I get y'all back on the horn, when y'all get back to Cali, I'm gonna really ask the tough questions then. So yeah, <laughs> um, we'll be ready. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Man, I absolutely love y'all energy. I love the way y'all work together. I love y'all family vibe. Everything about what y'all doing over there at the man, you know, at the madhouse is is definitely dope. I'm glad y'all to see y'all out and making moves. Um, and I'm gonna do my best to spread the word. Uh, to let the people know about y'all uh, and to give y'all as much light out here in Washington and, and back back east where I'm from uh, as I can because I feel like yeah. y'all just, most definitely. And I'm going to tell you, like I told Judah, uh, you know, you, you you record a song and like, man, this really needs a rap on it. You know, I, I happen to know this guy in Washington who raps kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think he'd be, I think he'd be willing to, to, to do that for you. And he might even need you for a hook, you know what I'm saying? Hey, come, come you know, soon, you, soon. you know where to hit me up on, you know, <laughs> you know, Dez's number, whatever we need, we're here. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, I'm not going to hold y'all no longer. I know y'all got to rock tonight. I hope y'all kill it. Uh, I'll be tuned in the IG, Facebook and all that good stuff so I can get the highlights. And um, I look forward to talking to y'all when y'all get back to Cali. Thank y'all so much for tapping in with me. Hey, Panther Politics audience, y'all stay tuned. We coming right back with part two of this interview. You heard me. <laughs> Yeah, Yo. we actually, I know you, I know this, you were interviewing a man, but we actually kidnapped somebody from Nevada who's on tour with us. A word? Who you got? The Fifth Carnation. True indeed. Are you available? Is she there? Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me talk to her. Because that was the surprise of the night right there. I was shocked. <laughs> that was the surprise of the night right there. I was like, oh man, that's cool. I thought that she was just there watching the show. <laughs> and then she got up there, got up there and blew my mind. And I was like, oh, oh, you, oh, you get busy, busy. Okay, cool. She's on yeah. What's up, Seven? What's good? How you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Oh, it, I, I'm going to tell you something good. You, you absolutely positively showed me some shit last night. So, um, I guess the question now, that if I'm not mistaken, you said you're from Reno, correct? Yeah, from Reno. Okay, so how did you hook up with Dez and the Madhouse? Um, I was actually uh, in a seven-person underground horrorcore group. Um, I was the only female in that seven-person group. And uh, we rocked with Dez way back in the day, like maybe three years ago. Uh, that group ended up uh, falling apart, and after I went solo, uh, he hit me up, and we started rocking shows again. So let me ask you: I just got how old are you? I'm 28. I could tell because you said way back in the day. You said three years ago. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it feels like now, days ago. I feel you. I feel you, and, and, and especially with the way things have been going in the world the last couple of years, three years could seem like a lifetime. Um, now you have a very good blend of rap and singing um at first i thought you were just a singer because the very first song you started out with you were just singing and then like halfway through the song you started rapping and i was like wait i'm confused now i don't know what's happening <laughs> so like who are your who are your major like influences as far as like what got you into making music and like like how long have you been doing this like professionally so to speak uh well i've been doing music for about five years but um, I've always, you know, it's a, it's a male industry for sure. So 
finding uh, female MCs to draw inspiration from has always been something that I uh, really like to do. I love female MCs, but finding good ones uh, is rare. So oh, yeah. uh, I like to, I really like Honey Cocaine, Baby Goth, um, a lot of people that haven't really gotten in the spotlight yet, but they're kind of on their way up and that really have unique styles. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And well, your style is very unique and, and your subject matter is very, like, it's very real. And it, but, and you approach everything from a standpoint that to me, uh, most people who've been through something can, can understand where you're coming from. Um, now, is that, I, I, I get the feeling that you're not putting on when you say the things that you say in your songs. I don't feel like you're making it up. I feel like that's probably just really you. So am I correct in that assumption? Yeah, definitely, for sure. And I, I appreciate that a lot because I feel like when I write my music, I I hear a lot of like females that have talent, but then when they come with their lyrics, it's like hella elementary and you could tell it's just not from their heart. And so when I write, I want to make it about something that means something to me. And so it's something that I can be proud of and hopefully someone else will listen to it and be like, yeah, I felt like that before too. Oh, that's dope. Okay. I noticed the music scene in Reno is... Um... It's kind of vibrant, actually. I know a few people from down there. Um, do you do a lot at home? Or are you more set on kind of hitting the road and kind of getting out of Nevada and doing other shit? Um, well, since uh, I've kind of been on my own um, in the solo uh, realm, it's been kind of hard to branch out, uh, not knowing many people, and especially uh, kind of as a female, it's harder to make those professional connections because uh, you know, you got to judge people's intentions when you're out there at a show and uh, actually finding people that are actually trying to help you and um, believe in you and see your talent rather than just trying to uh, talk with you because you're a lady um, in the scene. Um, so it's hard. It's hard to make those connections. But uh, having this opportunity to go on tour is the first time I've really been able to get out of Reno and branch out. So I'm super excited for this opportunity and hella grateful to Des in the Madhouse for sure. I can dig it. Now, do you have a, do you have a, a plan on releasing a, a project soon or do you have something that came out very recently that you wanna, that you wanna talk, speak on? Or, I mean, you know, I, I know uh, Judah said it's probably be, you know, April, May before he drops his. Um, I'm not sure, Alessandra just said she's still working on hers. They say you got a couple in the stash. So just, just checking to see how close we are to getting a, a full-blown project from you as a soloist. Yeah, for sure. I actually, uh, a couple months ago, I just released my first uh, ever solo album. It's called Fuck Flowers. Oh, wow. And uh, it's an EP, um, so it's not as long as I want it to be, but it's my first uh, project that's just me. There's no features on there. So I put a lot of work into it, and uh, I'm excited about that. So EP like that with no features is a perfect way to introduce yourself to the to the industry as a soloist if you if you've been a part of a group. Um that's 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 a definite dynamic change. I mean, I, I was in a I was in a group, I'm still technically part of a group, but um we just haven't recorded together in like five years. So uh I definitely understand how that dynamic changes everything when you're when you're a recording artist. But one thing I do want to do is I know I said when they got back to California, I was gonna I was gonna talk to them again about you know how the rest of the tour went and all these other good things if it's all good with you uh get my information from des hit me up after i interview them i have no problem with getting back on the horn with you i'm gonna listen to your album we can talk about the album i'll give you your own interview we go hour two hours however long you want to go um 
But I definitely want to dive into the album, listen to your content a little more and talk to you some more, find out a little bit more about who you are. Hell yeah, I would love that. Let's do it. Most definitely, most definitely. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, Madhouse, thank y'all. Be safe. Do y'all thing, man. And I will talk to y'all next week when y'all get back to Cali and we'll, and we'll find out how the rest of this thing went. Cool, thank you. Thank you. All right, All right seven. Huh? All right, seven. All right, fam. Y'all be safe out there. Tell Chips I said, what's up, man? Y'all know what time it is, Panther Politics. I'm your old seven, the Panther. We'll be back, y'all. One. Hey. All right, brother. Oh, she biting my style. Listen to her. Recording in practice. <laughs> What's going on with y'all, man? How was how was how was the tour? I, I had a show yesterday, right? Uh, yeah, we had a live stream. Oh shit, that's what's up. Uh, how, did, how did that go? It it was great. It was great. I think it turned out really well. You know, it was a lot of fun. It was uh my first time doing it. It was a great experience. You know what I mean? Got to you know performing live and kind of front of people. You know what I mean? At home, it's a little bit different than having an audience in front of you, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a different skill. It's, kind it's of a whole different energy, yeah. It's a whole exactly, energy. exactly. Because you you, gotta, you really got to feed off yourself because, you know, I mean, most anybody that's a performer know you really feed off the off the energy of the crowd. Like, it, it, it kind of keeps you going, but that's dope, man. I, I've done a few of those. It's it's a little awkward at first. The first couple felt real strange because I was like, I'm just rapping to the camera. This is crazy. But um, you know, after that, like the th after that, when I got to like the third and fourth one, uh, the third and fourth one, like it, it started feeling okay. I just got to treat it like a show. So in my head, like I'm in the Apollo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, you know? right. <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean. So I feel it. That's what's up. But yo, y'all already know what it is, man. Y'all know we are we in the building right oh. now. Can y'all hear me now? Man, now we can hear. Yeah, yeah, true that, true that, no doubt. <laughs> Thanks, oh, twin. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's wild. Yeah, man. So look, y'all, y'all was on the Are You Mad Yet tour. Now I saw, I got to see y'all when y'all came. Yo, y'all was in Tequila. Um, I know y'all went to to Bellingham after that. Uh, what, which, what y'all, what did y'all hear after Bellingham? Oh, actually, we went to um, no, it was Ellensburg after. Ellensburg, that's it. Yeah, not Bellingham, Ellensburg. Yeah, yeah. Then it was Caldwell, Caldwell, Idaho, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Then we ended up in Vegas and then in Phoenix, Arizona. Yo, I never rocked that in Idaho ever. Like, like what's the what's the vibe like out there? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling that was going to be the answer, but you know. <laughs> Interesting. Now, now uh, Miss Miss Rose, you sitting over there all quiet. She's just looking at the screen like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm let them do the talking. <laughs> I can dig it. I I can dig it. So I mean, like Idaho, that's wow. Okay, and then even Salt Lake City, Utah, like that's a that's a normal uh, tour style for a lot of people. But when I think Utah, I don't think hip hop. So like, <laughs> so so Des, I know I know you probably the most well traveled as far as touring, um, like. Where is the like the most eyeballless place you ever like rocked at? Like that you was like, I cannot believe I'm doing a show in this place right see, now. Um, so this last tour, because I was going through all my records, this last tour, the, the Are You Magia tour that I did with Alessandro Rose and Judah Sun, is actually my 437th tour. Um, 
And I think the most yeah. odd, 437. Yeah, that's a lot. I was even like, damn, when am I ever home then? <laughs> um, I think the most oddballest tour I uh, tour stop I've ever, ever had was Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Yes. Okay. Omaha, now, yes. I, I ain't rocked in Nebraska either. Um, it, ain't, it ain't a whole lot of states I ain't rocked in, but that's definitely one of them. So did you... And the, the question I always have when you go somewhere like that, was it, I don't even know how to put the question actually. <laughs> because like when you go to certain places, it just you could just feel the hip hop vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like even in Washington, which isn't, which isn't renowned for hip hop. Like when you, when you get in the vicinity of the venue where you about to rock and you see the people coming in and out, like you just get the vibe, you feel it. I can't imagine that popping off in, in Omaha, Nebraska. So that's what I'm like. <laughs> like what's the, what's, what's the science out there? Like that's Rob. crazy. I walked, we got to the venue, and besides, you know, um, <laughs> how do I put this nicely? Let's just say you combine the whole audience, you got a pair of teeth. <laughs> Those are, yeah, so they knew I wasn't from there because I got a full set of teeth. I have my full oh, set. Um, okay. Second of all, I, I've seen mullets on TV, but I've never seen like mullets in person, you know, like the right. whole. Um, so it was very interesting, you know, the whole uh, no sleeves on your shirt and, you know, guys wearing the Daisy Dukes with the, with the pockets hanging out. And it was, yeah. yeah I, Yo, that's wild, bro. I did my, I did my first keg stand. I did my first keg stand because they believe in, they have keggers outside. They drink keggers before they actually go into the venue. Uh, I don't know why. It's their thing. So, you know, I joined along. But um. Once I got on stage, it took time for them to build up to it, but uh, I got the biggest mosh pit out of any city I've ever been to in Omaha, Nebraska, like to the point that they were destroying stuff. I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna get charged. I'm gonna get billed for all this shit. Um, but it was crazy. <laughs> oh, that's wild, bro. Oh my goodness. Okay, Omaha, Nebraska. You know what, after hearing that story, I'm gonna make sure I put them on the next tour. We're going back. Miss go. Rose, Miss Rose will be there in September. <laughs> in Omaha? Oh wow. Hey. hey. That's crazy. Now I know that's uh okay, you said Salt Lake City and then you said Phoenix and, and Vegas. Vegas, we took we ended up taking a day off in Vegas because we all agreed that we need it was our first day off after going back to back to back to back, and they wanted us to perform, but it was still up in the air, so we just took a day off instead. I feel it, mm. no doubt. And sometimes, yeah, you got to know when it's time to take your foot off the gas. That's we just need, we need that's it, bride, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, real talk. Exactly. Oh, so now that now that everybody's back home, you know what I'm saying, the tour, touring for the moment is is on pause. Everybody back home, you get a chance to settle back in, get back to, to writing. Settle get back, back to in? What? I see y'all. I, I see son in the car right now. So, like, <laughs> so head out. We in the car right now. <laughs> oh man, so I mean, what you been up? What y'all been up to since you got home, man? Like, I, like, what's? I know when I first get back after being on the road for a stretch, when I first come back, the first day or two is just kind of like, oh man, like I just got, I got to unwind from all of that and, and just from and, and reground myself real quick. So. Like, how hard is it to get back in your regular routine? I, I know Des, for you, probably is nothing at this point, you, you know what I'm saying? But, like, Judah, Judah, Alessandro, like, how, is, how crazy is it, like, trying to just meld back into your regular regular life after you come back off the road? I think for me, I 
first I hadn't even realized I had taken this whole week off from work when we came back. So I've just been being like a couch potato, laying in bed all day, <laughs> sleeping in as much as I can. Um, but it's, I don't know, kind of getting used to getting back to reality. That's how you want to put it. <laughs> no yeah. doubt. It's, uh, for me, it was just, you know, just being back at home and it's, uh, you know, it's weird when you get back home and, you know, you're excited to be home and finally relax, you know, kick your feet up and just get a moment just to sit down and, you know, just to kind of focus, you know. But then after that, it's like, you know, like a day or two later, it's like, OK, I'm already thinking about the next tour. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Already thinking about the next it. tour. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Now, Des, I, I, I know you got you gone back to radio shows and running the label and all like so you for you a tour is almost like a vacation because you, you get to not have to do all the other stuff. It is oh, a vacation. Man. <laughs> hey, I feel it, no doubt. That's like man, it's so dope, man. I I, I watched uh the first time I met Des was on the um on the tour with D Sloan at AU. And I just said, okay, boom, yo, these cats are super cool. As a matter of fact, uh, Judah and Alessandra, I would say, I would definitely advise you go back on Panther Politics, wherever you listen to your podcast at, and listen to that interview. That shit was super dope. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it was super dope. And, and, and it was a great introduction because I've been able to watch Dez move, how, how Dez and, and D Sloan and AU's movements have progressed and continue moving since that point. And Dez, I just want to salute you because you got to be one of the hardest working individuals in this business that I know that don't have a major label budget. You know what I'm saying? So I salute agree. That, bro. <laughs> you on that, bro. For real, for real. That's the that's, that's the P Diddy of the indie game right there. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a nickname they've been they've been passing around Scorpion and they came from Scorpion and D Slow and they're like, You like P. Diddy, man. You just like if nobody wants to accept you, you just like fuck it, I'm gonna do this shit my way. Hey, that's the important shit, man. Like the like uh I told Alessandra on on the first part of this interview. I was like, yo, when I first saw you, I thought you was a rapper because I know Dez rap. I only seen Dez with rappers, you know what I'm saying? I know Judah rap. I can just look at Judah and tell him he an MC. So I just I was expecting rap to come out of her mouth. And then she got up there and was like, ah. you know, y'all put the Ashanti on me. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> a whole okay. different sound. <laughs> yeah, a whole different sound. Now, y'all bounce off each other extra, I mean, extra well, though. I love to hear y'all rap on her songs and her singing, you know, that, just the combination of y'all together, y'all vibe is so dope. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's a, I don't know how long, how like how long have y'all all known each other? Uh, me and Judah, 10 years now, I believe. I posted a picture of when the very yeah. first time we met. He actually met at a showcase I had in the city. Uh, I started out throwing my own showcases because nobody wanted to book me or book any of the artists I work with. So I just said, fuck it, I'm gonna, go talk to these venues and start doing these showcases and just throwing the Madhouse Presents um, monthly showcases where I would interview you. You'd get an interview on the radio station and then I, I live on air, I would, you know, I would invite you to perform at our showcase. So that's how me and Judah met. With Alessandra, it, uh, it, it's an interesting story because I needed a model for a song called Writer and I knew this guy named Josh who owned a, a clothing line who used to sponsor me and he was like, hey, man, I need. A, uh, do you want one of my models? Want to use one of my models? I was like, yeah, let me see who you got. So he sent me pictures. And 
Alessandra caught my eye at first. I was like, oh, okay, you know, okay, I see. But then I was like looking at her pictures. I was like, nah, man, she like hella stuck up. Like she got an attitude. Like I, I don't want to, I don't want to work with no demons. And I went down the line. I went down the line and it kept coming up to Alessandra's pictures. And I told Josh, I go, bro, out of everybody you got, like, you know, I really would want to work with Alessandra. But, bro, like, I don't want to mess with no diva. Like, I don't want to be like, divas just drive me nuts. And, and he was laughing. He goes, well, uh, you know, she's cool. She's cool. I go, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, give me somebody else. And then I called him, like, the day, of the, like, a little bit, be- like, two days before the shoot, he's like, I'm going to get you the model you want. I'm not going to say who it was. And I called him two days before. I was like, nah, bro, you know what? Let me try Alessandra. Let, let, bring Alessandra out for the shoot. Ask her if she wants to do it. Um, and then, you know, fuck it. It's just pictures anyway. I don't got to talk to her, right? He goes, nah, it's just pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up vibing at the pictures. We ended up vibing at the pictures. Yeah, and just, you know, the vibe was there. Like the connection. We started talking. And I believe, if I'm correct, at the photo shoot, I asked her, like, hey, I'm shooting a video in about a month. Would you want to be the girl, you know, the girl who I'm rapping to in the video? Like, you know, my love interest. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. You know, this and that. And I was like, uh, you know, I don't know if I can pay you because I'm funding the whole video. At that time, I flew out. D Sloan, I flew, I had to pay for D Sloan's hotel and I flew him out here from Arizona because I really wanted him in the video. I didn't want to do that whole him in Phoenix shoot his scene and I was like, I want all of us together. So I flew him out and I was like, I don't know what my budget's going to be. Plus I had to pay for the video and a bunch of other shit. Uh, she came out. We had hella fun at the video shoot. Uh, you know, if you see the video, that was actually us conversating. Um, we had a really good conversation. And then after that, it just, you know, I, I think, I don't even know how I got a hold of her YouTube channel. I think I asked her if she sang or. I think we were just talking and we kind of realized we had some like certain music interests and we yeah. started talking about Lenny Martinez. And from there, I don't remember how it happened, but he was like, hey, like you sing. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so from there, he had asked me like, oh, like I have this song. If you're willing to jump on it, I was like, all right, give it a try. So. Ever since then, we've been making music. <laughs> ever, ever since that first Friday she came over, she's been over every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. So he almost ended up with somebody else because she looked like a diva. Right. Hey, you know what, though? I'm glad I did, though, because I ended up I ended up finding out that the other model really is a diva. <laughs> oh, see? Hey, did hey. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's what I'm talking about right there. And the crazy thing, like the the dope thing, I think, um, especially as a uh, as an observer, uh, as an outsider, uh, getting to observe y'all doing y'all performances. The thing that I appreciate the most about Alessandra, funny, that's why it's funny hearing you say that is, she gives me she gives me the vibe of like like one of the Puerto Rican chicks used to live around the way from me in New York, like. You know what I'm saying? Like just the homie, the homie from around the blade, around the way, they just be, just happen to be able to sing her ass up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the vibe I get from him. And uh, and Judah, you remind you remind me of the guy that like we we used to always had a guy. And at a point in my life, I was the guy that every time people come together, and you know, you see once you see three, four MCs in the same spot, you're like, yo, so what's up? What's why why ain't a cipher happening right now? What we doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like let's get to it. Um, and, and that's just the vibe. But man, your your music is so genuine, and that's the reason why I I was like, yo, I'm I'm a listen because I'm I'm a very critical of rappers. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the East Coast. I I grew up on '90s hip hop, Nas and Jay and uh, right. lyricists. You know what I'm saying? So I judge MCs very very critically. So when I listened to you, I was like, yo, 
The crazy thing about Judah is he got a wild bop. His bop is crazy, but he got bars. Like he's saying some shit. Mm. So, so like, let me let me ask you this: as far as staying sharp with the lyrics, I know being around Dez is 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 definitely it'll keep you on your toes for sure. But like, what are, is there anything in particular that you do to kind of like train yourself? Because I know every MC have they 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 thing that they do to kind of get their game on point. Um, for me, I think it's just like. I try to make sure at least every day, like if, if I, even if it's like just a line or like just one hot bar, just to try to write it down, you know, every day, write something. And I think for me personally, what I like to do, because I like to read a lot, you know, history, you know what I mean? Current events and what's going on. So I think that helps with my vocabulary as far as staying up to date with what's going on and just, um, you know what I mean? Keeping my mind sharp and not trying to be stagnant. You know what I mean? So I think that helps a lot. Just reading and, just um, staying focused and actually doing something, trying to write something, even if it's just one line, just every day, write something. Ah, yeah, I, hear a lot of, I hear a lot of people say that. What's that? What's that? And uh, Alessandra being a singer, do you write every day or do you just kind of win the vibe? Bitch? I try to write every day. It's been really hard because I've, I've always had like this writer's block, even if it's just writing like an essay for school or something. Um, but I try to make my songs like relatable to people and I also try to base it off of life experiences as well so I think that's what kind of helps me with the songwriting process of like creating from um, life experiences or hearing from other people's experiences and try to make that into something where everyone else can feel the same same vibes oh I like it okay now, Des, you have a the volume of your output is you know most people don't they just don't at that at that at that massive amount you know what I'm saying like just over time you've put out a lot of music uh, and not only that but you put out a lot of music and you've already stated you've done a lot of touring and at a point a person will probably ask you like does it ever feel like it's getting repetitive like does it ever get boring is is it ever a point uh, where you, eh, not today. You know, there was a point in my life, probably like before I linked up with like Judah and Alessandra, I was already thinking of like, yo, this is my my white flag album. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like this is this is me just pouring my heart out. So I dropped two versions because the the voices in me were were battling, quit, not quit. So I released um Unleashed album, which was me just like venting out and releasing all this energy. Like, yo, I I'm I'm a put it all on the table this is it and then the other part of that so that was the first ep unleashed and two months later i dropped uh tears of a madman which was my uh, you know my, my feelings and like i i was a little bit open and vulnerable because it's like this is my last hurrah like i'm gonna let my fans know why i'm doing this why i did it and why i'm leaving but then you know i had a firecracker walk in by the name of alexandra rose that who i met and i was like man like the potential I saw in her really lit lit me. Like Judah was already coming by. So I would Judah, was like, oh, you know, Judah kind of like brought me out of that semi-retirement. It was like, cause he was like, jump on this song, jump on this song. I was like, all right, let me try, let me try, let me try. But then and then so we were dropping stuff and I was like, oh, okay. yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, like he lit a fire. Like, fuck it, you know, maybe I still got a, a couple more bars in me. But when I met Alexander Rose, I was like, you know what? I saw the the oh, another door open, like, okay, let me just 
buckle down and manage these two because she's got potential, he's got potential, and between both of them, I said it yesterday, the madhouse is built on a structure. I happen to be the top pyramid, which is the mad, the mad hatter, because I'm crazy with my ideas. They are the house because they are the ones who are beneath, below, you know, not like a boss or employee, but they're the ones holding the structure together right now. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the energy and the fire to say, fuck it, I'm not quitting, I'm gonna do this. I'm still gonna work on music, but my 100% focus is on these two right now. And like, they're gonna be the ones who are gonna keep the madhouse afloat. So as far as quitting, I do joke around with them. Actually, I'm not joking. I do tell them like, yo, eventually I wanna <laughs> sit back. I want to sit back. I'm already talking with Judah about him headlining his own tour. I told Miss Alessandra, go on his tour September. Let's see what kind of vibe we get. If, the, if I'm feeling the vibe and people start calling me like, we want Rose, we want Rose, then I'm like, okay. On September, I'm actually going as a tour manager. You know, I'm not performing my sets and that's like, I want her to do her thing. Um, but that's the role I'm seeing eventually um, in the mass where I might travel, I might not travel, but I'm going to be out there supporting the Madhouse, which will be Judah and Alessandra Rose, not so much Dev. Like Dev, my name won't be nowhere on the damn marquee or the flyer. But when people are like, oh, you're here, you rocking? No, nah, I'm not. I'm here to support them. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Man, people got to, you know, that's the funny thing that uh, I, I often think when I look at some hip hop crews or, or labels or whatever you want to call it, um, a lot of times I see them fail because people have an inability to support the person who's up. Like you gotta, you gotta be able to say, hey, Alessandra's out right now. Like everybody get behind her. Uh, Judah's out mm -hmm. right now, everybody get behind that. Dez is out right now, everybody get behind that. Like it, don't just jump off, don't jump off the boat just cause it's not your project that's up, you know what I'm saying? So um, it, man, I'm telling you, y'all vibe is so crazy together. Um, it's odd to see it now because a lot of times when I see crews rock together, I feel like I'm watching a collection of individuals who happen to be rocking together for some, maybe some monetary reason or some other reason that I'm unaware of. But with y'all, it feels like real family shit. And I always say, I always say, is it a Bay thing? And I think, and I know all of y'all be like, nah, it ain't really a Bay thing. We just, that. but y'all don't understand. Like a lot of the, a lot of the shit that I seen from the Bay, like y'all remind me of all of the best elements of the Bay and hip hop and just music period that I've ever enjoyed. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, it's like, is there any pressure because of the history, the musical history of the Bay, like to represent? Not for mm. me. <laughs> no, not for me. I think, um, I think for me personally, like, you know, just being out here so long, it kind of, I mentioned it before, it kind of comes ingrained in you. I don't know. It's like, we ride, we don't, I don't necessarily try to sound, oh, I'm going to rap. It's like, you know, we got town shit, like light it up. Oh, this is my town jam. This is a town shit. But basically, if the, you know, knowledge is universal, you should be able to pick it up regardless of where you're from, regional or whatever. And I think for us, it's just, you know, me personally, I genuinely believe in um, Dez's vision of the Madhouse. You know, like I said, we got 10 years together doing this, and I've always believed in him and seen what he's done. And so, you know, I always make it the point to say what's good for the Madhouse is good for all of us. So I think that's what makes us such a tight unit is that we actually care about the Madhouse and making that the brand, not, oh, it's got to be about Judah or such and such. I, I can figure. I mean, now, I know you, uh, Alessandra, you're, you're, it's a little different because I'm, I'm not as keen to 
R&B music or any any type of other music other than hip hop coming out of that area. So your sound to me is unique because it's somebody singing over music that makes me think of the Bay vibe. And I think it's super dope that you that it that it, it just feels like I should be riding down a California highway in the sunshine when I listen to your music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, in a way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no doubt. Exactly. Right away. Absolutely. So I mean like I know you I know this is still fairly new for you, you know what I'm saying? But like do where do you see, I don't know, say I won't even say 10, five years from now. What do you see? I mean, I still see myself with these two. I mean, from the beginning, I think I've always told Des, you know, he's the first person <laughs> in the industry who's actually taken a chance on me. So I've had a lot of people like come up to me and say, hey, like I know a buddy of mine's a producer, I, a buddy of mine has a label. So they'll always like have me contact them and I'll talk to them be like, oh, well, don't come back to me till you have a song for me and at that time I wasn't really experienced with writing music or producing my own music so I just kind of would give it up um so he gave me that chance and opportunity to like you know teach me and do step by step of what I can do to start making my own songs and writing my own music and stuff so I think I see myself still with DMH, with these two working in the next five years or 10 or however long it'll take. Um, Cause it's just, they they gave me that chance and opportunity to live the dream I've always wanted to, to do. Loyalty, I like to hear that, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, that's what I'm talking about. That's, um, now I know uh, that's, you know, and it's, and it's dope to hear that because I think, um, with a lot of people, especially I'll say for East Coasters specifically, um, there is a certain weight that comes with being from certain places. So, like, say if you're from Queensbridge, after after what Nas and Mob Deep have been, there's a certain pressure with being from Queensbridge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's also one of the many elements that separates East Coast and West Coast hip hop. Like, we don't that your greats are allowed to be great without that having to necessarily be a weight on you. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a different, it's a whole different equation for whatever reason. I'm not, I'm not even really certain why it's like that. Um, who was some of the East Coast artists that y'all fuck with? Have... Nas. <laughs> I already knew that one, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I love his cigars. I love his cigars too. <laughs> yeah. B.I.G., uh, what do you call it? Um, we did bring that song Foundation. Forgot what the name of that group was. But uh, MOP. Yeah, MOP is sick. Yes. Big, L, big L, I was big on Big L. Big pun, you know, rest in peace. Uh, I looked up because mm -hmm. him being like the first, you know, Latino to get that, you know, get that Grammy. It made it seem like, oh shit, like hip hop, you know, uh, uh, coming from the brown community, you know, we're, we're, we're different ethnicities, but we're Latin, uh, especially like me and Alessandra. Uh, it it made me feel like okay, you know what? As Latinos, we can get a Grammy. We we can be somebody in this community because you know back then, you know I'm I'm a lot older than a lot of people assume I am. So I grew up in the whole era of you know beginning of hip hop and being from the Mission and 24th Street. Everybody would be like, oh, you know, why are you over there listening to that stuff? Like you should be listening to salsa and this and that. You know, you're Latin. Stop listening to hip hop. Even my family. And I was like, no, I like it. Like, you know, shit, I'm vibing to it. You know, I grew up with everything. So 
seeing when Big Pun came up and like him winning Grammys and being, you know, Marquita, I was like, oh, you know what? I need to step my stuff up real quick and like we could do this. And, you know, and with Alessandra, you mentioned it earlier. She's from San Jose, you know, Judah from Oakland, me from San Francisco. We all know our roots, but that doesn't mean that, oh, we're only going to make, you know, I don't see Alessandra doing just music, San Jose music, cruising music. We did no Flyaway. We did Flyaway because it was a tribute, you know. Uh, Judah did Light It Up and he did About to Go, you know, that was like town stuff. I've done mobbing because, you know, in the city, we grew up listening to mob music, you know, IMP, no you know, all them. So, yeah, we give tributes and roots, but at the end of the day, um, what it all comes down to is that it's the vibe and the energy that these two bring to the table. Like when we're in a room together and we hear a beat and we start, you know, writing, like I think with Alessandro, I think I told you when we first met, writing, let's just write poems. Poems that eventually are going to fit to a beat. You know, I, I'm big on poems. I'm, I'm a cornball. She, I'm a cornball. I like romantic <laughs> comedies. And, you know, I'm a cornball. I'm, a, I'm all about the whole love. And, you know, I cry in fucking movies. I don't give a fuck. But I do. I'm learning a lot about this right now. Okay. You know, and then so when I write, I write a lot of poetry. And, then, you know, I even told her, I go, I write a lot of poetry. So, you know, let's just put these poems, you know, music and stuff. And it works. It just so happens that the beats that we get from these producers around us have that Bay element. No know? doubt. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what y'all do with my dude already. I can't wait to hear that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that, yeah. He got to call us because yeah. we're supposed to be flying out there for a weekend. No doubt, yeah. I think they, uh, I think Ready, Ready Mojo and uh, Double XL rocking in Yakima tonight. So they uh out there opening for Paul Wall, I think. So yeah, they um, totally. yeah, that's that's crazy. I can't wait to hear that, man. Because like at, sometimes when I listen, I be I, I be hearing y'all rapping, and I'll like I have this. It's almost like I got a mixing board in my head, and I'll turn off the beat that's playing, and then put a different beat to it, just to see what it sounds like. And I've I've heard you, Des, the first time I heard you, I heard you over some East Coast shit. And it was actually a Fat Joe beat that I started playing in my head while you were rapping. And I was like, man, he would, kill, he would fucking kill that shit. And then, Judah, you was rapping, and I started hearing a Wu-Tang beat under you. And I was like, he smoked that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, Alessandra, I didn't have to do it. I didn't have to do that for you because the, the way y'all have that cruising sample in there reminds me of how Murder Inc. used to do a Shanti's beats. And I was like, yo, I could totally hear on some murder ink shit. Like that'd be crazy. So I, I definitely like to hear um people from certain places. You know, y'all y'all all from from Cali. Like to hear y'all on some East Coast shit would be super dope. It's to hear y'all on some dirty South shit is super dope. Like anytime you say that, bro, because um like if I had a pinpoint, yeah. So Judah to me, if we if we gotta categorize with East Coast. I think Judah to me, yeah, I see him. I see him with like the Wu Tangs and Onyx type. He's got that bravado, that voice, okay. the bars, and anything. And then when I see Alessandra Rose, and I and I've said it to other people, like shit, this will be the first time I hear. I hear Mary J. Blythe because she can get down with those R and B hip hop, you know, beats, but okay. but she can also get down with the sentimental heartbreak, singing her soul out, singing her heart out. So. That's what I see right here. I see Wu Tang, the bravado, and I see the soul and heart of Mary J. Blige. That's fire. Oh man, that's fire. He just paid as an East Coaster, he just paid y'all a very high compliment. <laughs> <laughs> a very high compliment. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no crying, no crying in hip hop. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. 
No pressure at all. <laughs> you know, just go out there and be great. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to right. do. Go out there and be great. So, I mean, I know uh, you said September is any... Okay, so right now it's March. So where we at as far as, like, is it, it going to be any more tour in between now, September, everything kind of on pause until then? Well, <laughs> when I, the first day I got back, we got back Sunday. <laughs> Monday, I slept all day. Tuesday, I got on the phone and I already started reaching out to like Reno, Tahoe, LA, and like I want to get a couple more shows in. Um, and I actually want to. One of these two has to headline a showcase before September, uh, only because I've already been, I've already showcased, I've already flown out to places to headline shows. You know, I want these two to get like one good show headlining. Like so, it would be like the Mouth presents Alexander Rose, whether it's in Reno or LA or a Judah sign like in Washington or whatever, but I want them to get more, more headlining shows because now I'm thinking that's, I'm thinking of them as headliners. They have the potential, they got the music for it. Now it's just to set the wheels in motion. I know we have, um, we got a, uh, is it May? I think I told you Alessandra that we got to go to Caldwell, Idaho. Yeah. That they want to put us with the, um, my boy MC Magic from MB Riders is throwing a big car show with Little Rob and a bunch of like old schoolers uh, and he wants Alessandra Rose on the show, but I told him that. But I told him like we need that type of music, so they're trying to fly us out there to produce a song and actually perform at a car show. Dope. I want to do more shows before. Definitely, we're not gonna sit around till September. Oh yeah, I, I knew better than that already. As soon as I, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, yeah, that was a dumb question. But let's <laughs> let's let's let's, let's see, but let's see what happens anyway. Come on. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta roll the dice, man. You know. Shit, that's what it do. So who who dropping next? Music. Who dropping next? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. Alessandra Rose is working on her second project, which is, is coming out dope. Um, a little different than the first one. The first one, I, I think it was more of her showing how versatile she is. The second one is a little bit more up closer to her heart because it's real stuff that she went through and stuff that she's putting out there that's very relatable to, to women, not just women, to anybody in general. Let's not even categorize women. This could be anybody, a guy, girl, whatever gender, whatever pronoun you, it's gonna be relatable. Um, so we're working on that. Judah already has a project mix and master. We're just trying to fit it, see where it goes. Um, as we speak, I have an EP already mix and mastered. I think, I believe I sent one of you guys yesterday, one of the songs. It's uh, Alessandra, right? The Somebody to Hold. Yeah. It's a little bit more personal, um, but I'm also finishing my Mad Hatter EP, which is going to be my wild, crazy side. My voice is finally one, and they want a <laughs> project. But I don't know what order. I think we're just going to hit them like we did on tour. We went so in seven days. It went from Alessandra on the 1st, Judah on the 7th, and me on the 14th. So I think we're going to hit them with something like that. That's the dope shit. That's what I'm talking about, man. I love to see dope people do dope shit. Most definitely. Man. I, oh, God. Okay, I think I asked y'all this before. I don't know, but I'm about to ask. If One person, one person, if it was one artist, any one artist that you could do a record with right now, that would like, if like I already know the one person I could do a song with and I could die after that and that would be cool. You know what I'm saying? But like, Who's the one person that you absolutely positively from the bottom of your soul want to work with right now? Melanie Martinez. Mm. I think me and her can come up with some crazy shit. And I, I like her videos. And 
I want to do a video like how she does. I don't mind dressing up as some goofy ass character and you know just going <laughs> just going stupid on the video. So I can see me and her dropping some shit. Oh man. He said, I don't mind dressing up as a goofy ass character. <laughs> I can dig it. It's <laughs> entertainment, right? Shit. It is what it is. I mean, behind closed doors and behind the camera, then these guys know it. I'm a goofball, bro. I'm just, you know. Uh my ADD kicks in and it kicks in sometimes. I'm, they're like, they're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but oh, I love out. it. I'm out sometime. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> but I don't know. Who do you guys want to work with? Yeah, who, yeah. Who? Who? Ah, wow. For me, I don't know. I couldn't really say anybody in particular. I mean, shit. Anybody from the Bay out there that you know? Uh, I mean, big names, like if you want to say like a red man or a method man or something like that, that would be anybody. shit. Anybody. Red man, a method man, somebody like that, that would be dope. They got, that's bars right there. Absolutely. It's a little more complicated to pick because, I mean, she's no longer alive. <laughs> but I think as a kid, I, I always like fantasize of like working with like Amy Winehouse, but Ooh. obviously <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> Yo, that, and the crazy thing is, I could totally hear that, and it would be some fire. It, oh, that would be so dope. That'd be a dream. That would be fire, maybe fire. Next lifetime, maybe. No doubt, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I honestly believe that, like, when you get something like Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse's voice, which, which I felt like was a gift to the people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she passed on because of her personal demons, but. That voice is gonna come back to us in, in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Somebody, yeah, uh, the it was reincarnation. That, yeah, it was a gift that got extinguished too soon because the body that was carrying it just wasn't up to the task. So that voice is gonna come back, and when it does, I hope that we find that person and we put them in the studio with Alessandra Rose. <laughs> I want to hear that shit. I want to hear that shit most definitely. Man, that's dope. Okay, okay. So I'm hoping that you know when y'all come back to Washington, you know what I'm saying I can I can rock with y'all again, and um, you know who knows if, if the cars fall right, might actually get to go on a roll with y'all one of these times. You've been talking um, about it. Yeah, I've been talking about it. We're just gonna have to make it happen, man. Just uh, trying to get my ducks in a row and all that good stuff. We're gonna we're gonna make it do what it do though. But I definitely want to do some work with y'all. So you know, what I'm saying my phone always open, my email always open. I got the I got the mic right over here in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready whenever. So thank y'all so much, man. So this is uh this is the second half of, of the interview. I actually got the chance to talk to all of y'all together as opposed to us. You know, I know y'all had to pass the phone around the last time and that was cool, but um thank y'all so much. I enjoy rocking with y'all, I enjoy kicking it with y'all. Y'all are some real ass people and dope ass artists. And notice I said real ass people first, because that's the most important thing. Um, you know, and the art speaks for itself. So I appreciate y'all. The madhouse, the, the madhouse is in the building. Y'all let them know how to get up with y'all on the uh, on the interwebs and all that bullshit. Ladies first. Well, I mean, you can find me anywhere on any streaming platform under Alessandra Rose. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and you'll find me under Doll underscore Alessandra Rose for sure. You can find me, Judah Sun, on Spotify. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. you can find all my music. You can also find us under the Madhouse on our uh, Madhouse artist page. We're there too. So, yeah, we're all over the place. 
You can find me under the Madhouse, anything under the Madhouse, but make sure that when you log on to the Madhouse, you follow these two individuals below me because that is the Madhouse right there. No doubt. The Madhouse. I know y'all tapped in. Y'all heard it. Y'all make sure y'all go on the streaming platforms and run that shit up, man. Check out the videos. Check out all the music. Support these people online. Follow them on social media. Tell your friends to tell your friends to tell your friends to tell all the niggas they know, too. The Madhouse. Y'all know what it is. Panther Politics, y'all. We out. <laughs> oh, Panther, appreciate you, man. Thank no you doubt, for everything. Y'all be safe, man. All, all right. right. Thank you.